the blessings of love and respect you may offer to all in times past and present. Whoever opened the doors of wisdom, reuniting all beings with their intrinsic purity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. The recitation of this rosary ever expands the awakening of faith in the three jewels, Bodhi, Dharma, and Sangha. Bodhi, Sarnam, Gachchami, Dutyampi, Tatyampi, Salva. I turn to the perfect nature of truth for guidance. Again and yet again, may it be so. Dharmam Sarinam Gachami, Dutyampi Tatyampi Salam. I turn to the teachings for guidance. Again and yet again, may it be so. Sangam Sarinam Gachami, Dutyampi Tatyampi Salam. I turn to the holy order for guidance. Again and yet again, may it be so. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Dukkha, the noble truth of suffering. Dukkha, Samadaya, the noble truth of the origin of suffering. Dukkha, Narodha, the noble truth of the extinction of suffering. Dukkha, Narodha, Gamini, Patipada. The noble truth of the path that leads to the extinction of suffering. So long as these four noble truths are not understood, we shall wander in sorrow and ignorance. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. All formations are transient and each other. All formations are subject to suffering. All things are without a self and not to top. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Namo Prajna Paramita Paragaya, homage to the wisdom in the heart. Form is not different from emptiness. Emptiness is not different from form. This is the teaching of our spiritual ancestors, Gautama Buddha, and all the great teachers who have transmitted the Dharma to this holy day. Blessed is the knowledge of emptiness. Homage to the devotees of this and all paths of self-purification. May all find simplicity, the joyous and practical guide. The Dharma, being the contents of enlightenment, in which there is no bondage and no suffering, offers freedom from the cankers of ignorance and fear. In this way, I do most meekly vow to train myself. Sangha is the holy order of spiritual ancestors, monks, priests, and all those who follow and practice this path. Homage to the Sangha, homage to all who are approaching this holy path. 
homage to all who follow and establish this holy path. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. By compassionate comprehension that dissipates delusion, by compassionate aspiration that harms no one, by compassionate speech that makes for clarity, by compassionate self-discipline that brings no regret, by compassionate livelihood that brings no discredit, by compassionate endeavor that results in goodness, by compassionate mindfulness that proves this path, by compassionate awareness that leads to nirvana. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these three pure precepts. The precept of restraint and religious observances. The precept of obedience to all good laws. The precept to benefit all sentient beings. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these ten great prohibitive precepts. Not to lead a harmful life, nor to encourage others to do so. Not to take that which is not given. Not to commit or participate in unchaste conduct. Not to tell lies nor practice believing the fantasies of authority. Not to use intoxicating drinks or narcotics, nor assist others to do so. Not to publish other people's faults. Not to extol oneself and slander others. Not to be avaricious in bestowal of the teachings. Not to be angry. Not to speak ill of this religion or any other. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. In the practice of loving kindness. In the practice of pure attention. In the practice of ever-expanding faith. In the practice of constant devotion. In the practice of inquiry through correct am. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Oh, happy blessed day. Oh, happy blessed place. Oh, happy blessed time. Oh, happy blessed path. Oh, happy blessed opportunity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Here, in humble submission, in order to experience this most perfect now, I deeply vow and sacrifice all thoughts, all tensions, all pressures, and desires. I am born of karma. I am heir to karma. I abide in karma, and I am supported by karma. Whatever I do creates karma, 
and I shall surely experience this karma. The merit for all good acts I do freely offer to all beings. Dutyambi, Tatyambi, Sabaha. Again and yet again, may it be so. Willingness is the name of the key to the gate of awakening. For even to awaken from deep sleep and face the new day, there must be the willingness to do it. Here in my hand is the opportunity, and the way is clear beyond the gate of thought and desire. There is no self in other, as the awareness of pure, undisturbed consciousness slips into all consciousness.
We are here to end suffering. If ending suffering is more important than anything, we will end suffering. If ending suffering is not more important than anything, we will not end suffering. If I am suffering, it is because I am choosing something over ending suffering. We are not here to create and cling to beliefs. We are here to pay attention. We are here to use everything in our experience to see how we cause ourselves to suffer so we can drop that and end suffering. Something is changing, and I can't quite tell 
where it's coming from. And it feels like I'm being kind of kept out of life in some way. And uh, I don't know, that's not a very good description, but... Um, and so moving, and there's a lot of self-hate around it. And so just being able to move to a place of acceptance and that, mm-hmm. as that changes, mm-hmm. feels like that's a really helpful thing to do. Yeah, really helpful. Even, you know, and the many changes that go on. And you, and you mentioned, you know, the physical, the changes in the body uh, that are connected to various yeah. emotions yeah. and feelings that arise. Yeah. And, and as you say, I mean, you know, there's a wanting to know kind of maybe where does it, you know, what's happening. Yeah, there is. You know, <laughs> and, and yet... Um, figure it out in some way. Figure it out in some way. And yet, you know, can I be with what's, what's here now? Can yeah. I be with what's... Yeah. yeah. What's opening, what's, what's opening. blossoming, yeah. what's, you know. And some of it, uh, I think part of the trickiness of it is some of it could be chemical. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be something mm-hmm. I ate. It could be mm-hmm. germs floating mm-hmm. around producing things that they're not supposed to be produced. And and there is a tendency for the system to interpret that as, uh, you know, something wrong with me. It kind of feeds into that conversation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then there's that constant referring back to the, whatever that those sensations are that mean that mm-hmm. as a way to prove that it's, that that's trouble or a problem or mm-hmm. ongoing in some way. Yeah. Or, you know. That's interesting right there, isn't it? And, you know, just don't know what's triggering this. Yes, that's this, exactly right. We do not know what's triggering this yeah. sensation. It, yeah. You know, something it, that's kind of interesting beyond, you know, looking at the chemical or is it, or is it what? Something that, you know. Karmic is <laughs> something it, that, that yeah. in retrograde. Is it right, right, right. Yeah, I'm just wondering, yeah, what, but regardless again yeah. of what of what yeah. of what is yeah. Yeah, as you're saying that I can I can feel the resistance to the to the don't know part of that. The don't know. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah, conditioning wants to know. Wants to yeah. you know, wants to have something to work with. You know, how am I gonna how do, how do you deal with this? And how do you deal with this? Is yeah. this a spiritual problem that we need to deal with? Because I can tell you about that. Is this <laughs> a physical problem? No, I'm going to have to work on that too. Is this a, yeah, yeah. And that, so. It seems so believable that, you know, if it's like, well, you know, if it's a chemical thing or if it's a. Give me a well, I can, I, you know, I can do something to change it. I've got some control here. Yeah. You know, so that, yeah. Drink a little water. The cups game, right? Which <laughs> yeah. under. Um, yeah. So that, and then just one other, one other little thing while I was meditating was that, uh, and again, it's an undulation, but there'll be moments where I'll kind of slip into a zone like a pre-sleep zone, mm-hmm. and there's no, there's no real awareness in it, right? Mm-hmm. Tension's in the head. I'm still sitting up straight, like the body's, body's there sitting. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be it'll it'll phase out of that into awareness, mm-hmm. and then and it's just really fun to watch conditioning scramble. You know, go, okay, well, you know where do we leave things, and, mm-hmm. and what's happening, and uh, am I in trouble? And you know, kind of the whole system goes from zero to to kind of okay, I'm back mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. in a pretty short period of time. Wow. That's interesting. Just watching that. 
you know, place where it can slip into kind of a pre-sleep state, but there's really no awareness in yeah. that. Yeah. In that drift, but not not duress, maybe not the right word, but you know, then you can see that transform into a, a greater state of awareness. Yeah. And what's so fun is to watch the system scrambling. That you know, like back into control. Back into control. You know, what, 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 what's going on? You know, we let we let the uh, our guard down here for a moment. He's, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah, he's out of our control. Yeah, and that pre pre sleep state is is quite pleasant actually, uh-huh. you know, compared to what happens next. <laughs> The pre-sleep, oh, kind of moving over that. Yeah, we're kind of geared to think that that pre-sleep state is pleasant. Yeah, it's uh, well, and I'm not completely there for it, but it, as I come out of it, then I can I get a glimpse of it because uh-huh. that place of awareness, and then uh-huh. there's like a little uh-huh. piece of where it was, which was there's nothing wrong in that. I mean, there's no the system's not in place doing what what it does, so it doesn't feel like there's anything that. Uh, yeah, there's there's no need to work on anything or mm-hmm. improve anything. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And lots to see. Lots to see mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Just that last part. That there's lots to see. I just seeing while well, I'm watching a lot about how there's this voice it's essentially adding something to life. Like there's a direct experience of living, mm-hmm. and then it's just always adding something mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things I was just seeing is that it, I, it, it idealizes, of course it really doesn't, it's just whatever we'll pay attention to, but something about, you know, being some kind of bliss, um, um, a place where essentially I won't ever have to feel how I don't want to feel, and I'll get to feel how I want to feel, mm-hmm. which is kind of its main game with me, mm-hmm. trying to control me that way. And then seeing that there's so much to see, like everything I've just being talked about, why would we want to live anyplace else? That's the bliss. Mm-hmm. Not just being in awareness being in and awareness. seeing how it all works. Uh-huh. There's no, where else would I want to be? Yeah, yeah. Where else would I want to be other than being in that awareness that holds it all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been just um, watching that place of... Uh, it trying to establish what's going on mm-hmm. and then going kind of like is that so was my actual experience mm-hmm. so yesterday I drove for many hours and um, it would just periodically try to make that a problem uh-huh. like something to grumble about or should be different and it was there was enough I guess there was enough expansion that it was like it's sort of like who's talking who's there was enough Disidentification of like that's that well, that doesn't actually match anything that's going on. Uh-huh. I'm actually uh-huh. this is actually really pleasant. I felt like I could just keep yeah. and it's not driving per se. It's like I could just keep doing whatever I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to. There was no. It wasn't matching what it was saying to me with my experience. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, so just paying attention and just you know, watching well, what's coming in with everybody's good time. No matter yeah. what. Well-being. Well-being. Whatever, what is it? whatever the content. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And without, yeah, and you've noticed that, hey, wait a minute, I'm being told this is a problem here, mm-hmm. but is that my experience? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm checking it out and finding, you know what, 
not actually. Yeah. Yeah. And the once and there was one place where there was like the only quote problem was I was getting identified with that grumbling. Yeah. And all it took was so what's going on? And it had nothing to do with driving. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what the suffering clearly was, was in the tension in the body, and the discomfort in the body, was the attention on a conversation about something wrong. Yeah. And as soon as that got relieved by essentially stepping back and saying, well, what's going on, and letting the person kind of talk, <laughs> the body was comfortable again. They want to you to get no, it's the car seat and it's the and I can't move my body and mm-hmm. actually that's not true to my to my experience it's not uh-huh. the detention is only happens with the attention on it and it makes sense it's the body's reaction to the body's reacting to what the attention is on yeah, yeah. and being fed this information mm-hmm. that there's a problem yeah. With the, with the current situation, and then you, you know the increased tension of the body, and and just just watching how that can just be shifted yeah. in an instant, yeah, with the attention coming yeah. to what's true, yeah, yeah, it can be shifted in an, in an instant. And I also have done those kind of things enough to know that sometimes it's not immediate, and it's you know sort of like. So you don't want to say, well, that can work if it's not an immediate relief. Mm-hmm. But it's a process sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, so the body uh, reacts to the attention on a on on a on attention on, on tension, and then when it moves, there's a process of relaxing again. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's <coughs> yeah. and just to um, not go into its assessment right away. Um, well, I mean, I mean, you're not feeling any better. I mean, yeah. it really is a problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, hold on. <laughs> Let's just breathe. Mm-hmm. Not listen to any assessments. And pretty shortly, you know, oh, here we are. So, yeah, it wants to immediately go into checking things out. Mm-hmm. You know, to, you know, like, well, that obviously didn't work because mm-hmm. there's still a lot of tension. You know, and then seeing the only problem is checking it out. Right. <laughs> checking it out with that boy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's always the problem, right? It's always, how am I doing? Yeah. 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 Because, because even if there is a discomfort, there's just infinite care and, and pain. You know, it's like, well, so. So, well, tell me about that. Well, there's this thing in, in my back over here. Oh, okay. Well, Tell me more, say more about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like, well, well how, what would support you? Yeah. Well, maybe if I, you know, now I'm in a relationship of support and care. So even if that thing in the back never goes away, mm-hmm. it's still fine. It's because fine. I'm in the process of support and care. You're in the process of support and care in your, yeah, in the, in the presence of someone who loves you. Yeah. And wants to support mm-hmm. and whatever is, you know, whatever is there. Mm-hmm in the moment to be supported and just so you know interesting that yeah just checking it out without a conversation about what it means it is an interesting exploration yeah yeah and the last piece of that is just um I imagine this is a process too but seeing how much that that grumbling or you know that ego perspective gets projected mm-hmm. onto guidance mm-hmm. And just seeing how much it, it, it attempts, has, has attempted 
to get me in a process of separation from guidance and some kind of I can't do it directly, but it's basically some kind of adversarial. Mm-hmm. And the, the way I just saw, like, the subtleties of that was something happened where it was like, um, there was some guidance around, you know, essentially if I had surgery on my foot and where that would happen. And I realized that <laughs> the guidance that I was getting was completely for the care of the human being, mm-hmm. for their complete benefit. And it highlighted that there's often a conversation of, which is the karma, they don't really understand. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't see all the little pieces. They're not listening. But, you know, there's all of that. And then in this larger place it was like, that's actually spot on. Wow. And they don't there is no other agenda yeah. except for the care of the person. And that is just something that can't register in the, in the survival system, <coughs> that there would be some agenda mm-hmm. except love, which yeah. really isn't an agenda because as far as I can tell, that's actually what is here yeah. when we start listening to the agenda. Yeah. Um, that's big, yeah. I mean, ego has no, no, has no concept of an agenda of love. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you know, in the process, in the presence of the agenda of love that arises with guidance, it's just going to throw in all kinds of filters. Exactly. All kinds of filters about how this is. They don't understand. They don't, understand, they don't really, you know, they don't, they're not getting all the details, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and I, I would project in that place of more expanded awareness mm-hmm. and just really realizing, hey, wait a minute. The guidance is spot on, mm-hmm. and it's for nothing but for the care of this human mm-hmm. form. Yeah, what's so beautiful about that is from that place, then I can say, here's what I'm seeing mm-hmm. that you're saying about this, and yeah. here's what I'm seeing, yes. which is what guidance is designed to do with that, with back and forth in that way. Yeah. But usually what happens is, they don't totally understand, and I can't say anything mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So essentially, fine, I'll do what you say, or I'll kind of do what you say, but then I'll kind of do what I want. Yeah. And that is the destruction of the human being. That right. process right there. Right. I mean, it has been. There's a current right. evidence of that. Right. So to see that it's not, it's not a parent-child, it's not a dictator-like follower. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. There is a... There's definitely a humility, humility and surrender that goes on when you choose to follow guidance. Yeah. And we're, we're all nodes of intelligence yeah. working together. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sure that's been said to me. I'm sure that maybe I've sort of seen it at some point, but it's just fun to have more clarity about that. <coughs> and then to be practicing from that perspective. Absolutely. That more mature, yeah, exactly. spiritually, yeah, that more word. spiritually mature yeah. perspective. And it, it, you know, it's what we've been talking about recently. Guidance is this opportunity to, you know, see, have the guide be standing in a place. And we like, well, this is where I'm standing. Tell me what the next step is. Mm-hmm. You know, how can I get to get to the next step? Or where you're looking. Where you're looking. Yeah. Versus 
well, <laughs> you know, I, you don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it over here, and I you know, and I do, and I know what's best. And, you know. Yeah, what's funny is the image of the person. <laughs> yeah, and so what I'm seeing is there could be this in here, yeah. but underneath you were just crossing your arms, and that's actually what's underneath. Yeah, underneath we just like unmask that little veneer. Uh-huh. I mean, this married child adolescent or a little kid, little kid yeah. crossing the arms kind of yeah. thing and, and um, there's some I don't know there's some laugh, there's some humor about that now uh-huh, uh-huh. and yeah. it's compassionate there's something else that you can yeah. imagine yeah. Yeah. yeah to see yeah that's part of the journey too yeah. to, 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 well I tried yeah, exactly. that I tried that standing <laughs> 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 and it really wasn't that effective you know yeah. and, I, and here I am in this place of access to guidance it might be and it might be behoove me to you know as you said open with a little humility and um, yeah to so um, I'm getting ready to I don't know if that's how to start that since not I need <laughs> I want to make a commitment to do something. You want to make a commitment to do something. And as we've talked about 800 times, this is not my strong suit. Um, And I want to explore the process. What happens? What happens? Let's see. I want to hear other people's experience how it works, both the making, the keeping, and then the not keeping, uh-huh. Uh-huh. just to see if there's something I can see, okay. and and the word love came up in that last interaction, and I suspect that's part of the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, can you, uh, not having the typical process, the typical make a commitment, fail, mm-hmm. process happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and this commitment is going to require a kind of vigorous counteracting of karma and the forces several times a day. And um, support, the word support came up earlier, and other times I have uh, when I made the same commitment, uh, <laughs> um, I, getting support has occurred to me, and I've never done it. And the type of support that I imagined getting probably wouldn't have worked anyway. And uh, I just feel I've always felt like. 
about there's a piece of this that I don't see. I don't know if that's true. Um, I'll tell you what the content is. I wasn't a day. Since I stopped playing golf, I gained about six pounds and lost muscle mass. And that's a really unhealthy direction. And before it goes any further, I want to turn it around. I mean, just just because it's intelligent. And in the long hours of the day, all my life, the commitment weekends, and you know, there's uh, snacking in, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's sports to watch on TV, my God, that's got to get done. <laughs> 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 um, and you know, uh, in my right mind, <laughs> uh, a person can have a snack, a person can watch, um, the World Cup on TV um, and be healthy and keep a commitment to exercise and eating better and yet again in, in past efforts to go in these directions it doesn't I, there's a it's just not staying with it that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so let me see if it, um, I got the essentials here. You know, um, yeah, it sounds like in the past it's been like an either, you know, you can see there's a possibility of being in, you know, you don't have to be in a, in a, in a place of denial. Like, you know, I, okay, so I can never see a sports on TV or I can never have a snack or that there's a, there's a, a supportive, way to keep to the commitment of having a healthy body and also being able to participate in, you know, watching sports TV, having snacks, whatever. But but you see that that there has started to become a a movement in an unhealthy direction and you'd like to bring it back and make this commitment to restore physical health and strength. And in the past um, there hasn't been that kind of support, or there hasn't been support. You haven't, as I remember, you said you haven't asked for support. I thought about it. You thought about it, but not set up a support system. Yeah. 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 And, and, you, and in the conversation this morning, you can see that maybe one of the missing ingredients of that had something to do with love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think every thing that I struggle with has to do with love. Everything. Yeah. And uh, and so you're really looking at this, and you mentioned the content of it, but you're really looking at it in terms of process today. You know, what is the process that, that goes on and getting all the information that you can? As you said, this is going to require confronting those voices, you know, many, many times a day in their you know, very convincing assault and that uh, you know so you want to look at what happens what happens around where does where does you know where does she give up where does you know where does she abandon the human being in this process and you, you're feeling like it might be helpful if you could hear something from other people yeah about what their what their experiences with keeping commitments yeah 
Uh, <clears throat> what I was also looking at is um, I have the experience and I hear people talking all the time about um, uh, facing down the voices mm-hmm. the karma mm-hmm. It is just, it is just the portal. It's the doorway. Yeah. Just everything, everything opens up. Mm-hmm. It's that, the what Cherry was talking about a while back about. There's an enormous reservoir of energy mm-hmm. um, to be tapped. And. long hours of the day, home alone, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to matter. It gets to this place where it just doesn't seem to matter. Doesn't seem, the facing the karma doesn't seem as important as, as having a <laughs> Or turning on a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other piece of it, and I'll shut up for a while, the other piece of it is that cotton picking nine Comfort-seeking karma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I can't pick in my comfort-seeking karma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that part of that karma, yeah, that's pretty intense, that karma. And, and, and what's interesting, though, I mean, you were speaking earlier about um, the reservoir of energy behind that underneath, yeah. underneath. <laughs> yeah, there might be might be available, yeah. and, and having that be the portal, you know, of, uh, how how, to, how, to, how that karma can be the portal into a reservoir of energy and life. Yeah. Well, so many things. Um, that I look at with that. Um, one that was just dropping in, and I'll have to kind of look at this north site. I think I've looked at it some, and it's been on the end of my awareness, but, but I think one of the things that I find I've done over the years is to use what my strengths are. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, I have a relatively strong type 1 bent, and so there's a, there's a push for things to be just right, mm-hmm. and so that can be, that can create a lot of suffering, and it can also, if it's used as a tool mm-hmm. in awareness, it's <coughs> very handy, mm-hmm. because, um, Because that sense of wanting things to be lined up just right, when I step back and I and I see that from compassion, mm-hmm. first of all I can see, yeah, no, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. You're like no matter what, you know that. Yeah, I get it. I can see why that would feel really good. And and from that place of acceptance and awareness, I can see what's actually driving that, mm-hmm. and that what the karma does with that is to make me insane mm-hmm. and mean mm-hmm. and like stressed out mm-hmm. and crazy and all those things. Mm-hmm. 
But when that same orientation is held with compassion and acceptance, it leads to a tidy house. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, do you know, it feels really good when I go to bed at night and my face is washed and it does have a stain on it and my teeth are flossed. And do you know, it kind yeah. of, it can provide that, yeah. hmm. It, well, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same, let's see, it's just how one thing can be used for suffering or, or, exactly. or, or for freedom. Exactly. And to just see that we're given, I mean, you know, we all have these personality yeah. types, and, you know, really, we can hold them and look at them as, how can I really... I mean, gosh, this is something I was given yeah. that I could use yeah. for, I, I, I don't know, freedom just keeps mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. Exactly. Or I can let that system turn it around exactly. and make it a problem and just torture me with, why can't you be different than you are? You should have been, you should have been born a nine or you should have been born a whatever. Exactly. You know? And then either, okay, all right, that's right, I'm going to have a Right? And yeah. that, I mean, that is just a hair breath away from, forget it, I hate it. I don't want to do anything. Right. It's that, whoa, and just as, you know, the feeling of resistance that comes oh, up, yeah. to, you know, it's just brutal. brutal. Like, we're going to mold this person into <laughs> something. Be who she should be. Who she should be. Yeah. And the pain behind that and the suffering behind that. And so, yeah, so you've discovered on this path of keeping commitments and, and uh, yeah, well, you know, how can, how can I not let karma or ego or whatever just take this and, and how can I keep it in music as a, as right, because it's what's been given. It's right. what's been given, you know. Yeah. And the other, I was, it dropped in because I also really, um, yeah, I feel like I have a lot of nine in me. And in terms of that comfort, mm-hmm. that actually is one of the most challenging places I come up against in terms of making decisions I want to make or getting up into decisions mm-hmm. that I don't want to make in the name of comfort. Mm-hmm. And so it comes up for me, especially like, woo, I was watching it a lot recently. It comes up in two places. One, where I'm pushed against something that feels really painful, mm-hmm. or two, where I'm coming off of something that's been very intense. Mm-hmm. And then there's this feeling of like, oh, I get to have that thing now. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really watched it yesterday. And um, first of all, life took it away from me. <laughs> One of them at a time. And it was just so, it was so beautiful. It was just this kind of sense of, what I watched actually was, Towards the end of, we just finished a retreat. Towards the end of the retreat, I saw the oneness starting to come in. I'm like, okay, all right, okay. So there's going to be a little time. So we're going to get this done. We're going to get that done. We're going to do this, 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 But I saw that. Mm-hmm. And I went to that kind of place of, like, who could blame her, mm-hmm. right? And we don't really have to do that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But So just kind of looking at that. And then, so there was going to be the stretch of time. And then, in fact, there wasn't the stretch of time. Because instead, we had a big project on the property that took until, like, kind of the wee hours of the night, really, in terms of my schedule. <laughs> you know, I wake up my bedtime. I'm out here doing, you know, water things. And so, so what I saw in that was, um, 
And this is very much still a work in progress for me, because as I say, it is one of the ones where, oh yeah, I just wish I could, uh or I just want to listen to a something, or the literally the equivalent of turning on the television. I actually call it that. Right. This is I always say, like if I had a television, I would be turning it on right now. And so what I really have been looking at is so much. Yes. Again, yeah. who could blame you? I get it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. Right. And really, to the best of my ability, building the muscle of what does she really want? Mm-hmm. And how can I be with her yeah. in that? And to realize, wow, that actually, it's funny to say it, but here's how it got down, satiates the comfort mm-hmm. in a in an actual way mm-hmm. that all those other things don't. Yeah, yeah, wow, wow. So, um, yeah, so just that, it, like you said, it's, um, I didn't say to call it a practice, but actually building a muscle. Building a muscle. Building a muscle. You know, when it comes to that place what was spoken about earlier, when you just want to kind of give up, well, who cares, I'm not... I don't want to, I'll choose the karma, you know, you know, and that, and that, that comes up for all of us, you know, and then, you know, at that point, Mm -hmm. that's where we get to exercise the muscle, and, um, I forgot exactly what the question you asked yourself in that moment is, but, well, just what I've been starting to explore is, um, what, what does she really want, and how can I truly provide that, and actually, you just touched on another really powerful piece of it, which is that if I'm going to do whatever it is, mm-hmm. then I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. and I'll turn on the recorder and say, you know what, I'm going to go do it. Wow. I'm going to listen to that. For me, it is, there are certain things that I listen to that are very, not necessarily my own recordings, but if I'm, you know, out somewhere and I've got a, an audio book or something, that, and that is, that's comforting. Mm-hmm. In, a cer- in a certain situation, in a ha-ha-ha, it is, and to let that be what that is, and yeah. to acknowledge it, yeah. and I'm making that choice right now, and it means nothing about, I'm going to make it tomorrow, or I'm going to ha but, and, and maybe it's, quote, the wrong choice to make right now, I don't know, maybe but it's the right choice. Maybe it's the right, right. I have no and, idea, and but it, to record it. To record it, it gets to be made in the presence of love. Exactly. Rather, and rather than being oh, an opportunity to be hated or exactly. exactly. And I'm still going to do this thing, yeah. but I'm doing it in awareness. I'm yeah. doing it with consciousness. Yeah. And we're going to sit with her. Yeah. We're going to be with her during the whole, yeah. the whole process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and my experience, I'm trying to think of a concrete example. Um, drinking water. It's a perfect example. I've talked about that one forever, but I'm like world-class water drinker at this point. <laughs> so good at it, and like I just yeah, it's extraordinary the length that I need to go to sometimes to make sure that happens, but I do, and it was actually traveling with Sharon Huber for years. It took me forever to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what felt like forever. Mm-hmm. Years and years and years before that really sunk in as a non-negotiable, this is happening kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other piece of it for me is that, especially with the ones that I'm going up against the big guns, yeah. 
it's a it's a slight edge process. It's a step by step by step, and to realize those tiny steps matter so much. The tiny steps. Oh, that's a great point too. It's really it is a slight edge process, mm-hmm. especially going up against the really you know stuff that's yeah. We you know I've been dealing with this karma for yeah <laughs> yeah exactly because that's the other image I love right is that one like before we started here in this incarnation like I'll take the really hard one sure that's all this I mean we don't know maybe maybe like everyone else was like I always picture that one Hill Street Blues was that someone <laughs> <laughs> whatever one where they're all getting the assignments in the morning before they go out to the you know so there we all are we're getting our, our next incarnation assignments and it's like who wants the one and I'm like no way I'm not touching that one and it's going to and maybe I raised my hand and said I'll try it what the heck right so I don't know how many other millions of incarnations I'm carrying yeah, and moving through this really. karma exactly a beautiful retreat um, and I was writing a love letter um, and kind of from the support of that retreat I, it, I've never done it in this way quite this way but what came out was I'm not sure who the me was but thanking the practitioner mm-hmm. for everything she does for me mm-hmm. and how she goes through all she stays put and she goes through these challenges and she gets feels like she gets knocked back and then she gets back up on her feet and she you know just that she just keeps doing it and you know she's well you've known it this long and not forever and just to to write to her and say wow and it was helpful to kind of go through the details and even this happens, and this gets thrown at you, and that, and you've gone through this, and you've done it, and you still show up, and you did it, you know, just all those yeah. things to just appreciate that person who keeps showing up. Yeah. 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 That appreciation is so important, especially, I don't know whether especially, but, you know, that one that keeps showing up, that practitioner, that, and I like, I like that, to just, you know, to really be very specific. Yeah about what has been thrown yeah. her way yeah. yet, you know. And you know what? It wasn't. It could be. I mean, there would be a place for that, but it wasn't. And you floss your teeth every night, mm-hmm. and you do this, and you keep that commitment, and you're this. It wasn't, it wasn't based on, here's what you've been doing so well. Yeah. It was, thank you for showing up. Mm-hmm. Just staying with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in every situation. Yeah, in every, every situation, situation, even yeah. though there might be a judgment in that, about it not being so pretty. Yeah, exactly. There was, yeah. there was still a showing up, and there was, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm here writing this love letter. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Um, a couple things that arose for me with regards to the issue of commitment. And one of them, I, I like the small steps thing. One of the things that I, I realized is that ego always wants the last word. 
And so um, it's, it's important to me to note the things that I do as I do them, the, 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 the steps toward keeping commitment as I do them, because if I review later, who does the review is, is conditioning. And what I'll be told is that I didn't do them, or that if I did them, that they were so small it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. So actually kind of keeping a tally is helpful, just acknowledging uh-huh. that sort of I nailed it, you know, uh-huh. um, is, is really helpful. And the other thing I was, I was looking at, what arose for me, two things what arose for me about, especially around the issue of, so what do you do to, you know, for the body, you know, in terms of exercise and stuff? And for me, um, I have to do it with other people. And how else do that? Huh? I mean, I, things I do at the gym, I do not do it. I will not do it. I would not do it at home. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Uh-huh. So... Um, so to actually go out and, and be with other people, which represents a commitment in itself, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they and the, and the, and that's another way of showing up because it's reinforced yes. by the fact that they show up, mm-hmm. I show up, they notice I show up, I notice they show up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that sort of you know you're much more active jog with a partner than you are by yourself. So that's really one of the reasons I go to the gym mm-hmm. uh, and to yoga is because I won't do that on my own. And the other thing I realized, that I haven't seen until this topic came up in the invitation to look at it, is that when I go to the gym or to yoga, um, part of the um, part of what it does for this person is I turn myself over to the teacher. I mean, I don't go into the gym saying, thinking that we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, even though we tend to do the same kinds of things. We do whatever the teacher says. Mm-hmm. And that, I realize, is such a relief mm-hmm. for someone who's always trying to figure stuff out on the fly. So I'm always trying to figure what, you know, mm-hmm. how things ought to work, and, you know, and how we're going to organize this, and to go into a place where I totally surrender myself mm-hmm. to teachers I trust. Mm-hmm. And in yoga, I wouldn't even know what to suggest because I don't know them well enough. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> that is a huge relaxation. And I think that's one of the reasons why there's resistance to it, because the experience of it is so much an experience of surrender, mm-hmm. and it's such a, a, a restful thing. Even as I'm doing physical things that are, that are really tough, it's such a restful thing for the spirit and the mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I go back to the process of guidance, huh? Mm-hmm. To just, you know, that it's so restful to go engage with a, a teacher who will, you know, give you the next steps mm-hmm. and and surrender to it and follow that because mm-hmm. we you know we don't go in there if we do <laughs> we're in trouble you know we go in with your whole agenda about what needs to be done mm-hmm. we just go and turn it over and um, um, <laughs> boy this morning a lot so it, yeah so, to, so just um how important it is to to something that you're committed to, in this case physical um, health, mm-hmm. that you do that engaging in in a, in a process with others, yeah. and that you just you know makes you show up. And, you know you do things you wouldn't do on your own because mm-hmm. heaven knows there's other folks there, you know, okay. and and it's just a lot, a lot harder to just sit down on the floor and not engage. You know, everybody's doing it. Right. And it's just, it's so much like showing up here on Sunday morning. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. the exact same thing. And, and we just can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And um, and also, I just wanted, it was uh, 
to to reiterate what you said in the beginning about documenting or just noting. Just, just noting. noting. And I don't know whether you record that or you actually note it or but you just stop to say I I did this. I did this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And not rely on a review later. Yeah. I mean the no reviews that you know, there are no reviews ideas you can read any time, but mm-hmm. the condition you always have want to tell me how the day went. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, the example of the this morning from my own experience, which which was so helpful, was there was a time when I worked for Mountain Bell Telephone in Montana, and and it was the days when the when the um, director I was in, and uh, I was one of the operators, and one of the days when you actually put those little pins on your you know, it was actually very fun, <laughs> and and most of the people were very pleasant that I dealt with, and and so I had this I was in a, just a training thing, and it was just I was there for a couple of days, and so I was I really enjoyed it. At the end of the day, there was this nasty person, very unpleasant person, and do you know when I went home, that's the only person I thought about. I mean, I had a great time, but what I thought about was, oh, well, you know, that was just such a, and I, it's, that's my model of what conditioning does. Yeah, it's the nasty person at the end of the day, yeah. and we should never plug in, and um, and that's and that will do, it will you know take all my attention if I can. So I just it can't it can't review my day for me because it won't it won't it will tell me how bad it was. And then the other thing, um, and, and so one of two other things. One is. What, what works for me to go to the gym is to make it non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Okay. And because sometimes, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I, <laughs> you know, I'm lying there in bed and I'm thinking about what I'm going to be doing in a couple hours and I think, oh my God, mm. you know, jumping around and you know, or whatever it is, whatever it is, and there's no desire to go do it, <laughs> and and that doesn't matter. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go do it uh-huh. because if I start dwelling on all the on you know what it's going to be like or why I don't want to do it. First of all, it's a waste of time. <laughs> and second of all, um, it would cost me not to do it. And once I do it, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. So I just make it non-negotiable, yeah. regardless of what I mean, thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. Just another great example of how, yes, reviewed something reviewed in the mind, either in the future or in the past, and yeah. that has nothing to do with reality. Yeah. It's just a non-negotiable thing. Yeah. That you just show up for and you do, yeah. and your actual experience of doing it is never. It sounds like never like what it's going to be in the morning review prior to the. That's true of almost everything. Almost everything, yeah. And some days, you know, I go in and my legs are like lit. I mean, it's just an ordeal. And some days I go in and I spring around like I'm quite young. And, uh, and that's just how that goes, too. Yeah. And so the final thing that just arose for me, I've been, I, you know, I, I think I want to say this because it's just been in one of those things that you hear and it's like a scene. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to this interesting book on tape called uh, A Gentleman in Moscow. And, mm-hmm. and it's this guy uh, falls, has a kind of fall from grace because of events. And there's this wonderful phrase where it talks about, he starts out as this, as this guy who sort of walks into restaurants and summons the major d, and then he ends up being the major d, and and he, it talks about he has joined the confederacy of the humble. Mm-hmm. I love that phrase, the confederacy of the humble, mm-hmm. and so that's helpful too in terms of when we don't show up, you know, when we don't, when we do blow it, when we don't when we go and we don't feel like it, and we don't feel we did very well, and so the message will be get out of here, mm-hmm. and instead they say I'm joining the confederacy, of the <laughs> and it's a big group. It's a big area. Yeah, and really, they're so lucky to be in it. Yeah, and so, I'm, I'm, 
that's been a real helpful thing for me. That sometimes I go in this awful. Sometimes I go in that. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. We're back to the undulations. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's going to be all kinds of undulations of body and spirit and mind. And, and can I just be in a place of acceptance to all of us? Right. And you know, the, but the commitment is what's the constant. Yeah. 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 Thank you. So. <clears throat> I, I, I want to look at the thing about. So normally I, I identify as a person who can follow. But you know, years ago at the Zen Center in Mountain View, we did the seven habits of highly effective people, and, and then combined it with aspects of the personality. And on Sunday we'd set a schedule and then follow it like it was our monastic schedule and listen to all the parts. And I still do that today, mm-hmm. and it's very very helpful with almost everything except one thing that I've been really curious about that. I love that Confederacy of the Humble because I have one thing, which is my charting. So I, in my job, I have to do these charts. I get to visit with people all day long, but then I have to write some notes. <laughs> and I have been truly humbled at my inability to do it. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> just, and I mean, this is like many years, <laughs> but really in the last three years, I would say, I've looked at... Um, when I worked for somebody else, there was sort of a, you know, somebody to check people out, and I had this amount of time, and I could just go back and kind of whip it out, and that kind of stuff wasn't all up to me, except that I didn't have to set up things. Anyway. But the thing that I've uh, watched in the process and been astounded by is literally time will open up, someone will say cancel or whatever, and I'll sit there doing... Whatever. I mean, you know, I'll, I mean, I don't, I don't like the internet, and I'll get on it. You know? I mean, I, I don't really like it, but I really don't. Or I'll go next door and get an ice cream. <laughs> they I'll go down and get a coffee, and I've never been a coffee drinker. You know, it's just these really funny things that I've learned to really be humbled by. That that because I've always had an identity of someone who could keep schedules, keep commitments. And so, um, just to just to say that I've I've seen a lot about it. My most recent thing, and I this is after looking at it, uh, is that I do and I do put it in my schedule, you know, from the heart that I follow without fail, and then it doesn't get followed. <laughs> and um, but one thing I've seen over and over and over and over and over and over is how bad it makes me feel. And, um, the, and, you know, I'm a six. It instills fear in me because if it sets me up that way, then it could say, someone at some time is coming for your notes and you're not going to have them up to date and you're going to lose everything. You know, it, it gets to t- play this, this story. Um, that, that's one of the stories. You know, it gets to play a lot of different stories about what kind of person I am and what kind of thing I do and, you know, so, the, but the thing that most recently, I like the thing, uh, um, uh, and I've gotten some support anytime. I mean, I have gotten some support as far as externally. I have somebody who helps me do everything she can <laughs> except that one thing, and that that sort of has helped. But the thing that um, seems to have helped the most is to admit admit that. Oh, I don't even know what the word, I don't even have words on it, but, so you guys just have to translate it, but to admit that the truth is I am a committed person of spiritual practice, 
and it's not working for this one thing. <laughs> you know, because there's somebody that comes in, ego comes in and says, well, if you were practicing hard enough, mm. Yeah. then you wouldn't have any of these problems, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, and so to, to admit in a, in a humble way that practice just allows me, I love the thing of love, to come alongside this person with great love mm-hmm. until curiously together, perhaps and perhaps not, mm-hmm. which yeah. is the humbling thing. Yeah. Perhaps I'm um. never actually going to be great at this thing. Mm-hmm. And at other things, mm-hmm. even if I practice mm-hmm. really, really hard. Mm-hmm. But what I am getting better at is liking myself. Because that's what I've been practicing with. Mm-hmm. Is can I love this person in each moment, which I think is what was, mm-hmm. even with those undulations, mm-hmm. even if they don't get fixed. Yeah. And simultaneously, everything in my power to, quote, get them fixed. Which is hard to, uh, uh, yeah. And so today, I have the time in my afternoon, late afternoon, where I'm going to go. I I do think I'll get there. (laughs) And set my charts up for the week. And um, most of them got done last week. But I really do think it's because there was that surrender to the primary thing that I'm committed to is not leaving. Yeah. Not leaving. Yeah. Um, and is that going to mean, and I love what somebody just said about noting along the way what I am doing. Um, because that, boy, I've had my eye on that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's telling me, and boy, I can quote every kind of spiritual language it has, you know, to tell me that, you know, well, you're identified, so that's why you're not getting your charge done. Maybe yes, maybe no. I don't know that's true. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I'm sure it's not true if that's telling me, you know, because I think you're... Yeah, yeah, there's just so much in that. You know, and that you just really... um, reaffirming that you are committed um, on a spiritual path and you have learned more about loving this human form called Susan and that seems to be the most important thing and and you know and humility we you know it's humbling to really I mean we're back to the control issue right I mean we want to, you know, conditioning wants to use that thing against us that we should, could be able to control every last little thing, Maisha, every little thing in our life. And if we can't, we're just a horrible, awful, terrible person. And you have, you know, now come to the place of, no, that's not true. I am a committed spiritual practitioner. I'm committed to loving this person, never abandoning her, no matter what. No matter what, if she never ever gets charting down, you know, she just. And, but and you're watching how it gets, um, how it gets set up as a, as one of those little key um, hooks for self hate. Mm-hmm. You know how it can how it can just torture you, and even in a moment when there's like. <laughs> I think I heard a lot of laughter in this room because I think everybody can relate. You know, the, the space opens up when you can actually do the charting 
but suddenly an ice cream or, you know, the internet or something, you know, and, and, but you're watching that and think, wow, isn't that, that's like really curious. Mm-hmm. You know, suddenly these things that have absolutely no interest to me at all are being used to distract from me from doing this thing that... And how I can be really present and paying attention mm-hmm. and not be able to move. Really? It's just fascinating. I'm and sitting I, in my chair. Yeah. The charts are like right there. there <laughs> and really, I, I am present. I am present. I, am, I mean, I, believe, I don't think I'm deluding. I could be. But who knows? I, I feel like I'm seeing. Yeah. I am frozen mm-hmm. to the chair. I'm frozen to the chair. I, it would be, the pen is now a million pounds. The charts, I can't lift. And I can't lift my phone. <laughs> I can't put my hand to my mouth. I can't eat yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, and the thing you said, and then I'll end, but I've really been looking at this a lot lately, that ego tells me, I really do think the guide is such a good example because sometimes I will think, you know, how she thought about hers, you know, whatever she thought he'd see now, and I think she's crazy, you know, so, but it doesn't matter. Like, I project, of course, enlightenment on the guide, and so, but not perfection anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's, and can everything mm-hmm. she offers me? Uh, make me, you know, you know, um, teach me and kill my ego? Yes. Whether she's identified or not, because I have a practice that she's passed on, uh-huh. but no matter, I don't have to figure all of that out. Mm-hmm. So perhaps I could just trust that about myself. That this is, this is it. You know, if I'm really, really present mm-hmm. in compassion, mm-hmm. I may do some unfortunate things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean, I don't know, there is no ego. You know, it doesn't mean what ego would then try to weave a story about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I don't get my charts done and I eat an ice cream, <laughs> you know, I've never liked ice cream either. I'm more like a chocolate chip cookie. I don't go down and get a chocolate chip cookie. But, um, so, so just to just get really curious about all of that, you know, it's just uh, so helpful to have the practice. So helpful to have the practice, and also, yeah, just so helpful to have the practice, and so helpful to just have that um, commitment to loving this this human being and all of her foibles and all of her, you know, inconsistencies and her, you know, just how it all shows up. Because who knows? We don't know what enlightenment looks like, you know, and, and and so yeah. But we do know that we can just keep coming back to, to to loving her exactly the way that she is, and that's probably pretty darn close to enlightenment. But you know, yeah, to just to just um, to just to just do that. Thank you. Thank you all.